Hello, this is John Harrigan, Qigong master and founder of the website immortalnow.com, where we teach the secret to immortality. Today, this talk will be about immortality habits. What do we do day by day, minute by minute, to activate, generate, and embody our eternal physical self? We do it with habits. At first, we may learn some new tricks and new things to do, but these things become habits. So let's look at the bad habits first. Through mindfulness for immortality, we look at how we think, how we speak, and how we act. And more importantly, how are we habitually thinking, speaking, and acting? To begin with, do we think of death as an inevitable outcome of life, as something that's structured into this world, kind of like a ride at Disney World where we can't control it? We suggest to you the first habit to break is the habit that death is inevitable or a natural outcome of life. The first habit to break is the idea that we have no control over how the physical universe, the physical world behaves, how our bodies behave. We'd like you to get into the habit of thinking that perhaps you were born immortal, born to live forever, with nothing special that you have to do except think and behave in certain ways. We have habits of just accepting death, accepting hardship, accepting disease, accepting suffering and pain. Yeah, to some extent, we know we can control it. Exercise and eating right is good. Um, hygiene helps a lot. But we don't go all the way with our capability, our ability, and what reality can be. With the secret to immortality at immortalnow.com, and today I suggest to you, we have control over all these things. I suggest to you that in fact, life is creating the universe that life lives in. We're part of the force that is creating a world of death, suffering, and hardship. Look around you, we just so easily accept killing, war, suffering, competition, there's no need to compete and beat out your neighbor for something. There's a need for cooperation, goodness, and love. We live in a world where almost every form of life is chasing down other forms of life to kill them and eat them, and rarely without cooking or good seasoning. I'm just telling you, how wrong can a creation be? You can step up and say, hey, the rules of this creation are really screwed and I'm going to change them. And that's what I'm suggesting that you do. And that's what we suggest you do at immortalnow.com. With our habits of thinking and our habitual and unconscious behaviors, we create the life that we're living and we're experiencing. So let's think more of cooperation. Let's think more of love. Let's think more of compassion. And you may say, well, oh, that's not going to change anything. Of course it will. <laughs> think of a small group of people that work together. Have you ever worked on a project or have you ever done anything with 
even one other person where you were of the same mind, the same purpose, where you respected each other and cared for each other, multiply that and multiply, multiply that again. When we work in cooperation, a universe of happiness, bliss, and cooperation is born. But we have to begin it with the thought that death is not an appropriate outcome for any form of life. It is not a, an appropriate design for any creation that we live in. Oppose it. <laughs> and after you oppose it, replace what you oppose with something good. We're going to find our eternal soul, our source of kindness, our source of love and bliss. The whole reason for ImmortalNow.com, the whole reason I teach the secret to immortality is to give you really the life that you want. Everybody wants happiness, bliss, love, acceptance, peace, and goodwill. And we're the ones that have to create it and have to bring it about. So the secret to immortality does that. Begin it today by asking yourself, and this is mindfulness for immortality, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? What am I physically doing? What is motivating me to think, feel, and do what I'm doing? That's self-reflection, introspection. It's part of mindfulness for immortality. And there are three parts to the secret to immortality. The first is mindfulness for immortality, what we're talking about in this talk. The second is qigong for lasting life. Qigong is an ancient moving meditation, an ancient healing art designed specifically for physical immortality. A truly well body has no death, and it's not even thinking of dying. But we've corrupted our bodies in this physical um, world we live in by this constant practice of killing and consuming. The secret to immortality again, one, mindfulness for immortality, two, qigong for lasting life, I'm a qigong master, and three, immortality coaching. Coaching is essential, at least it has been for me. I was an athlete and I sure needed coaching and lessons in my various sports and my mother was my first mentor presenting the secret to immortality to me in various forms. She read books on mysticism, various world religions. She was very progressive, but she had her own practice that she taught me. And then I met other immortals. And my final mentor is a Qigong grandmaster from Beijing, and he learned from Taoist immortals in the mountains of Beijing, among others. The three parts again of the secret to immortality that I'm teaching you, that we have to offer you, are one, mindfulness for immortality, the subject of this talk, Qigong for lasting life, and immortality coaching, which is available to you after you've been at this a little while and have a, a serious commitment to what we're doing here, what is our mind doing this instant? I suggest to you that there are a lot of thoughts going on automatically in your brain. Brain research shows us that we all have a variety of thoughts going on at the same time. Some of them may be competing. I'd like you to replace whatever you're thinking with love, compassion, goodness, serenity, and hope. <laughs> Gee, that's a lot, John. It's not really. Just think of love. Our eternal soul, 
the core of who we physically are, I suggest to you, is at peace right now. So let's think about that. And I have Qigong exercise for you on our website to help you get to this more. But just simple meditation. If you close your eyes right now, just a simple Qigong meditation is closing your eyes. From your eyes, close. Imagine you can see to the tip of your nose. From the tip of your nose, imagine there's a ruby red arc. In the meditations on my podcast, I take you through this again and again. Eyes shut, eyes to nose, nose to heart, and a ruby red arc. Then after you've held that visualization for a little bit, calmly observing your breath but not controlling it, let your attention fall down to your feet and see them rooted deeply into the earth, like the roots of a tree. In Qigong and in The Secret to Immortality, we are connected to heaven and earth. Ta-da! There's an exercise that does this if you... Go to my website and look around. You might find it. Um, Five organ breathing. I'm connected to heaven here. And from here, I'm connected to earth. Qigong literally connects us inside to our deepest core. And then Qigong connects us to all that is, to heaven, to earth. I suggest to you the um, proverbial story of heaven It's an absolute possibility. It's what life here and now should be, and we can create it, kind of like the Garden of Eden. Don't get too far into that story, but in the Garden of Eden, life was perfect and our needs were met. But then things changed, and I suggest to you the change was just selfishness, (laughs) where people started thinking, they want this for themselves, I want that for myself. When we get into selfishness, we contract and constrict the sorts of our life. We eventually have an accident, get sick, or die. When we love from our core and share that love with the world, regardless of how the world treats us, when we love from our core and share that love with the world, we have everything we need. We have all we need in life. So relax, be calm. While I'm giving this talk, I'm silently doing a Qigong exercise. While I'm giving this talk, I'm in meditation. While I'm giving this talk to you this second, I'm at a place of eternal consciousness in my body and on earth. I'm not somewhere else. Always in the secret to immortality, always we teach you to be in the here and now. Don't separate into imaginary worlds, imaginary places. Don't dissociate from yourself. The secret to immortality is we're pulling ourselves into who we are, into the bliss, into the strength, into the happiness and joy that we all have to experience as ourselves and then to share with the world, regardless of how the world treats you. Regardless of how the world treats us, we can be happy, secure, serene, and at peace. Maybe not every second, but more and more and more. We can practice a a habit of serenity, forgiveness, and peace. Practice that all day long. Serenity, forgiveness, and peace. We get grounded in serenity, forgiveness, and peace in the morning, and we reground ourselves again and again all day long. That's what I'm doing all day long. Just like you, biologically, I'm a predator. We're all biologically designed to hunt and kill and consume. We're all biologically designed to get territory. 
In most of the days of human beings, we were small hunter-gathering tribes. We hunted for territory as well as things to eat and gather and swallow. We defended territory with physical violence. I'm suggesting to you, don't give energy to the predator in you. Instead, give energy to the saint and understand that you have the possibility of immortality physically within you, that you can act out into the flesh, act out into the world, and collectively, together, it was one by one we gather with the purpose of physical immortality, peace on earth, goodwill to men, heaven here and now, including everyone, including everything, with love, forgiveness, and compassion. But what may be missing with you now is owning the idea of immortality, physical immortality. I suggest to you that all of us, even me, we have an unconscious habit of thinking of death as an eventual outcome. As horrible as death can be, and I'm here to tell you, it can be very horrible and painful. It can be slow and gradual, and no one should have to experience that. Little children are born thinking they're immortal. They know they are when they find out that we've imposed this death penalty on them that is inescapable. Kids are naturally horrified, <laughs> but we live to learn with it in a very quick, in a very twisted and injured way. Anyone, all of us who believe we're heading to an inevitable death, anyone with that belief is injured and twisted inside. Their core is not accurately reflecting who they are and their physicality. Anyone who unconsciously or consciously accepts the eventuality of death has closed the door to a wonderful and great possibility of who they are. You can't really experience who you are if you're accepting death as an eventuality because with that acceptance, you're turning off all these controls of human possibility, of infinite grace, infinite bliss, happiness, love, and life. It is all there. But the first thing we do with the secret to immortality is we go to our control unit and we turn down that acceptance of death. Let's, you don't have to eliminate it, but just turn down the volume a little bit every day on that unconscious habitual thought that death is, an, is inevitable. How you, can you ever trust life? How can you ever trust yourself if there's a part of you that's always planning to die? <laughs> it's not the circle of life. That is, that is a Disney fantasy from a movie. There is no circle of life. It's like things suffer, things die. Let's say, well, there is a circle of life. Maybe things suffer and die and are reborn and suffer and die and are reborn and suffer and die and reborn. And maybe indeed that's an aspect of reality. I'm saying, let's not do that anymore. You know, why do, if we, if we can stop doing it, which I assure you we can, let's stop doing that. Let's stop pretending the circle of life, things dying and passing away is a natural phenomenon that has a sacred original uh, purpose. It doesn't. We created it. Okay. 
we can create the other thing. We have a perfect eternal life within us, and we can honor that and live that out into the world and screw that circle of life. The circle of life includes, includes suffering, death, hardship, and pain for infants, children, middle-aged, and elderly people. I'm against that, and that's what I'm here saying to you. I'm saying, in a way, kind of... Shame on all of us for buying into the death and demise thing. Shame on all of us for dying in, for buying into the suffering and hardship thing when we have the controls for reality in what we're thinking, saying, and doing every day. But so much of that is habitual. Habitual thoughts, habitual feelings, habitual actions that we're not even aware of. The word microaggression has come into play, come into being popular. And I'd like to you to think of that word microaggression in this way. We are constantly acting out in competitions and microaggressions to people all around us, even in our own family, every single day. That's why marriages don't work out, or that's why marriages aren't that happy and successful. My degrees are Bachelor in Psychology, Master's in Family Relations. I used to teach child development. I used to teach child care, how to raise a kid, how to be happily married. I used to be a counselor working with children and families. That's one of my deepest interests. And you can't really have a deep and wonderful marriage or a deep, honest, authentic and real relationship for anyone if you're turning down and squelching your eternal soul that wants to live and be as you. God bless Disney. I watched a Disney movie um, on TV a few days ago, and I really liked it. But let's give up this circle of life thing. What the circle of life thing does is it, it, it sort of covers over the harsh realities of suffering and death and how humans are hurting each other and themselves and thank God Disney does that, and I watched a great Disney movie a few days ago, but let's not do that in reality. Let's look at the hardships people suffer. Let's look at the illnesses and pain people suffer, and let's start really working hard to end that for all the world by working together. And we begin that working together by working on ourselves, by becoming aware of our microaggressions. And the easiest way to become aware of that is to question how you're driving your car, how you're thinking and how you're reacting when you're driving your car to work. How are you reacting to people in your car? How are you thinking about people in your car? Perhaps if you were at ease and calm and accepting what was happening around you on the way to, to work, that vibration, that vibe would be palpable and influencing other cars around you. You might even be safer. I'm suggesting that it is in reality what can happen. So just for today, start thinking about your microaggressions. How are you competing with people? Are you competing in the grocery store to get in the door quicker than other people to get things? We don't need to compete. When we cooperate, love, and give, we have all we ever need at hand. It's automatic. It's who we are. We have a reflect a reflective quality, a reflexive quality. Creation has a reflexive quality of giving to us what we create. And I'm suggesting go to that eternal, loving, kind core of you. 
that is compassionate at ease and with good will at all times get to that core and act that beauty, that serenity, and that hope into the world. Go to our website, immortalnow.com. We have a wonderful new course, Introduction to Immortality. Take a look at that. You'll find it on our top menu. We have Immortality Lab, a monthly membership when you can hear even more of me going far into far greater detail about the secret to immortality. And in that lab monthly membership, I'll be teaching you a couple Qigong classes every month and talking about Qigong. And be sure to go to our social media. I'll have our social media listed below this video. If you're watching this as a video, if this is a podcast, you can find our social media listed below the podcast. We do a video every week, and that's what you're looking at here. And then we take the audio from the video and create a podcast with that. For those of you who would prefer listening to a podcast, you get both of those things. But I highly suggest that you look at our social media. We make the same thing available for free, of course, on social media. Instagram, Twitter, a little more on Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We have three to four quotes and graphics every day that can help you through the day. You can just read those quotes and treat them as affirmations and mantras. Each quote will take you to deeper understanding, to deeper soul levels of immortality and good. That's all for this talk. Bless you and keep you. We are immortal now.